change your perception of what you're looking at and everything changes. Hey, my name is Georgio Janis, and this is the How To Do Life podcast. If you've ever felt that no matter what you try, something is missing, then you're in the right place. My aim with this podcast is to begin filling in those blanks for you. So open your mind and get ready because I'm about to show you an entirely different way to look at your life. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. So let's get started. All right, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And in this episode, I want to talk about seeking comfort in all the wrong places. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, let's start with a fundamental principle here. And that is, life requires a balance of comfort and discomfort, or support and challenge, or adversity and triumph. And the reason for this is to maintain the balance. Because if we experience too much of one thing, we'll actually tip the scales of balance and it'll throw off the way we deal with life. For example, if you feel like you're getting more support in any given circumstance and less challenge, or if you're feeling more comfortable than you are uncomfortable, you become what some people might call lazy. You'll start to rest on your laurels. You won't strive. You'll just coast, take it easy, and not really push yourself to grow. And then on the flip side, if you're experiencing more discomfort or more challenge than you are support, you start feeling overwhelmed. And you kind of want to go inward and shut down and push things away. Almost like a shrinking, if you like. You you kind of want to shrink away into the corner. And so life in its, shall we call it, infinite intelligence, knows that a balance of both is needed. And so if we understand this principle of life giving us a balance or requiring a balance of comfort and discomfort, It informs then how we can deal with the discomfort in our lives. So coming back to this this balance that we experience, what happens in our mind, in our perceptions, is if we're perceiving that we're dealing with more discomfort than comfort or more challenge than support, what we tend to do as humans is compensate. So we will look for things to compensate for the difficulty that we're dealing with. And you'll see this. You've probably done this. I'm certain you've done this. But everyone's got their own version of it. Where basically, you will, if you're feeling really uncomfortable with the way things are going at work, or you're feeling overwhelmed with your work or your business, if you're building your own business, you might then start seeking comfort in Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever the streaming services you, you use. So at the end of the day, you'll use entertainment as a way to numb yourself or give you some degree of pleasure to compensate for the discomfort. Another common mechanism that people use is food. It might be ice cream. It might be chips like potato chips, salty foods. It might be fatty foods like burgers and things like that that you might not usually eat, but you lean on these things, maybe even chocolates, where you lean on these different compensations in your life as a way to make you feel better about the difficulties elsewhere. So some of them are, like I've said, food, entertainment, doom scrolling through social media. Think about how much time you spend on social media to compensate for boredom or pain. For some people, it's sex. 
that will actually use sex or relationships as a way to escape or compensate for the pain that they're feeling. Or going out and having big nights or big weekends to compensate for the week that they've just had. And the list goes on and on. It can be smoking, it can be vaping, if that's the thing you're into. But whatever it is, the reality is there's an unconscious desire to experience comfort in those things. And so the only way to solve changing those behaviors, because I see a lot of this in my practice where people are coming to me saying, how do I, how do I stop this particular behavior? The first thing I address is we've got to change the underlying motive for why you're using that behavior in the first place. Because the behavior is not random. You're not eating chocolate just because you're eating chocolate or because it's predominantly a habit. It's become a habit because there's some kind of unconscious motive that you're seeking through that habit. So we want to work out what that is. And so usually I find that they're all forms of comfort. They're seeking comfort. That's why we call the food version of this comfort food. So then you can try and change your association with the comfort of these different things that you use in your life to help. But at the end of the day, it's important for us to get to the real source of the issue, which is why you're feeling discomfort in the first place, or why it is you're feeling overly challenged or overwhelmed. And so how can we address that? So if this is you, what I want you to do is just do a quick assessment of your life. Do a really quick audit. You don't have to use pen and paper. You can just do it in your mind. If you were to look through all the different areas of your life, and just think broad stroke, your personal life, your professional life, just two different main areas. In which of these areas are you feeling most challenged? You might find that if you're feeling really challenged in some kind of relationship, that until that gets resolved, you'll keep using different sources of comfort. And for some people, by the way, I might quickly mention this, is that when they feel challenged at home, especially in marriages or relationships, or even for young people who are still living at home with their parents, if you're feeling really challenged by those relationships, you might throw yourself more deeply into your work, which then might earn you the label of being an, a workaholic. When in reality, you might be throwing so much of yourself at, at your work because of the challenges you're feeling at home, wherever home happens to be for you at this point in your life. So something to consider there. But when you're doing this assessment or this audit of your life, you want to look at where am I feeling particularly challenged or where am I feeling particularly uncomfortable? And then once you look at that, once you be honest with yourself and do a true audit of these two main areas of your life, then it makes it much easier for you to then become aware of why you're using whatever the vice is that you're using. Because you will find that the particular times of day that you use your vices are associated with whatever you're feeling challenged by at that point in the day. So for example... If at the end of the day, you're eating foods that are heavy, that are greasy, that have a lot of salt, and then finishing it off with a lot of sweets and desserts, are you doing that to compensate for the day of work that you've had? Or if you come home and you find that you just can't kick the three glasses of wine at the end of the day habit, again, you might find the same thing, that you're using the wine to compensate for how you're feeling at work. Or maybe you're using the wine to escape how you're feeling at home, if you're feeling alone or if you're not liking the people that you're living with, even if it's your own family. Whatever it might be, you want to look at what's going through 
my mind at those moments that I'm reaching for the vice? How am I feeling? What What are the different emotions that are showing up? Because the more aware you become of these emotions and the thoughts that are presenting themselves, just by bringing awareness to these emotions, you start to change the way you feel, which is huge because the awareness of it, understanding the underlying cause, seeing where this comes from for you, immediately starts to change the behavior. I promise you, if you do this, if you actually sit down and spend some time like I'm suggesting, you will find that just bringing light to what is in your blind spot or what is in your unconscious mind will immediately start to change the behavior. So pay attention. I want you to look at any area of your life where you find you might be compensating, where you might be seeking comfort in what might be termed as unhealthy, and I use quotation marks here, unhealthy behavior. I don't necessarily label these behaviors as unhealthy or healthy or helpful or unhelpful because the only reason you use these behaviors or these vices is because on some level of your consciousness, typically unconscious, you perceive it to be helpful. So please don't be judging the behavior that doesn't actually help you. You want to look at it objectively with some degree of neutrality. And just do a fair assessment. What am I seeking here? What am I looking for? And is that just me compensating for the shitty relationship I have with this person? Is it compensating for how much I'm not liking my work or the job that I have or the business that I'm building? And then once you work out what it is you're trying to compensate for, then the question becomes, well, how can you tackle head on the thing that's actually making you uncomfortable? How can you start to solve that problem to the point where it's no longer a problem? If it's your job, if there's something about your job you're not liking, is there a manager you need to be speaking to that can help you solve that problem? Or is this just a matter of you actually having to start job hunting and looking elsewhere? Which believe it or not, I actually have a lot of consults where I'm suggesting to people, if there's no way for things to change at your work, start looking for another job. Because you actually deserve the job of your dreams. And it exists. You've just got to do the work to go and get it. And so what can happen in examples like this, which is a really common one that I see, is people sit where they are, even if it's really painful, because the idea of changing it feels more painful. Until the present job becomes so unbearably painful, almost like they're sitting on a hot stove, that they eventually say to themselves, all right, well, I suppose I'll go and do something about this. Which is kind of ironic because you can do something about it long before it reaches that extreme. So if that's happening with your job, if that's happening in your business, if you're getting frustrated in your business or if you're feeling uncomfortable there, identify what it is about what you're doing in the business that is affecting you so much and see if you can address that. Is it a matter of not doing that work at all because it just doesn't need to be done and for some reason you believe it needs to be done? Is it a matter of hiring somebody or delegating it to somebody already on the team? Or is it a question of the entire business itself? So you want to start drilling in, or some people say double-clicking into the sub-issue that's underlying the issue. And as you start to unfold the problem that you've kind of packaged away and look at it objectively and get to the core of that, 
it'll give you the insight and the tools you need to start confronting the issue and start solving that problem rather than pouring all your energy into using compensation mechanisms, which are just kind of placating you and putting a band-aid on the problem. So have a look at where things are actually challenged in your life. Look at what's the underlying problem and then ask yourself what you can do about it because you'll find there's always something you can do. And if you actually address the issue, you won't feel the need for numbing out to constantly consuming content, the doom scroll of Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or Twitter now, jumping into going out all the time on weekends and drinking and eating all kinds of different food that may not necessarily be great for your body's optimal performance. But if you want to change those behaviors, go and look for the thing that is actually causing you discomfort and start solving that problem. And you'll find that your desire for those comfort vices that you're leaning on, they'll just calm down or completely go away. So give it a go. I know it helps. I've used it multiple times in my life throughout the course of my life. And I give this one to my clients all the time. So I hope that was helpful. Make sure that you actually give the exercise a go. You'll be surprised at how well it works and how much of a difference it can make to your behavior. And if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed and you're following the podcast because we're going to keep putting more and more episodes out here and delivering as much value as we possibly can. All right, with that note, I'm Giorgio Genis. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'll see you in the next episode.